Hello, my beautiful friends. How are you guys doing today? It's your host, Minna, or Mena, if that's easier. And I'm here to waffle about mostly nothing on waffling about mostly nothing. Yay! Woo! I still haven't come up with like a host intro or whatever. This isn't a professional show. I didn't really need to say that. That was really obvious, but whatever. Regardless, I do want to talk about something that I just heard from a friend and it broke my heart because pretty much everything breaks my heart and I cry about everything. So it's not really a shocker, but I did still want to talk about it because I'm like, why are people like this? Lol? Like, seriously, why? Um, And it's not that deep, but it's also like it kind of hurt because I've been there and I'm like, shit, this brings up a lot of like emotions because I get what you're feeling because I've been there and I genuinely do not understand why some people are like this but you know what this is really confusing it's probably like what is this bitch on about just tell us what happened and now I'm just stretching it I'm really sorry okay I'll tell you now um essentially all in all I'm not gonna expose anyone they're my friends well yeah good friends they're friends yeah and um one of them I'm talking to one of them and they're like well, we're not friends anymore with this other person. Not we as in me and this person. We as in like them. They're not friends. And I was like, what's going on? This other person seems really cool. I don't know them properly. I just like hang out with them sometimes. And we're on the phone, right? And, you know, my friend seems visibly upset. Like, well, not visibly because it was the phone. Like, I'm not. But, you know, he's, he's obviously upset. And I was like, yo, yo, what happened? And he tells me all this shit like, you know, this other person flipped on me. I don't know what I did. All this kind of shit. And I can tell like he's overthinking. He's like, what did I do? I don't understand. Like, was I a shit friend? Was I a terrible friend? Why do they not want to be friends with me anymore? We were tight. We were, you know, we were, we were supposed to be friends for such a long time. And I know, you know, like to anyone else, this may sound like, okay, friends, whatever you break up. But I feel like a friend breakup so, so much worse than normal, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend breakup, because it's like, I don't know. I feel like with friends, you don't really expect to break up at all. But with like partners, there's always that possibility. I guess that's how it is in my head. And that breaks my heart because it's like, you know, everything about that person. Y'all are tight. So it just like, it hurts so much more, especially because I feel like he was blindsided and I've been there. So I was like, if you have a problem with someone, what I don't get is why don't you go and talk to them? I get it's uncomfortable, but are you really going to hold that until you are no longer friends with the person? Why would you do that? Why? What makes you think that that's okay to do to the other person? Yes, okay, they might have done some things wrong. You go and talk to them. You don't just, like, fucking sneak around. You're an adult now. What the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, that's what was going through my head. And I guess, like, these emotions are coming up because, you know, they're undealt with and you got to deal with your shit. But I haven't, so whatever. Yo, I've been there and that shit hurts like a bitch because you don't know what you did. You don't know if you even did anything wrong. And that shit plays on your mind over and over and over and over and over for such a long time. And you know what? I'm going to say it's a dick fucking move to do that. You think I'm a shit friend? You tell me why. You don't just bombard me and go like, hey, fuck you, bye, no longer friends. You don't do that, but I guess some people do that because that's life and life is unfair and some people are shit, but you don't really expect, you know, the people you surround yourself to be shit. You kind of, you're tight with them. You you trust them. You, 
You would literally, if they needed a kidney, you would give them a kidney. I guess that's how I think of friends. And that's how my friend thinks of friends. That's how I know he does. And yeah, hearing that just kind of broke my heart. Because I was like, oh, that's a bit shit. Like, I know what you're feeling. And it just, it's like, why would you do that? You don't know what that does to someone's head. Someone is completely fine. They're dealing with their own fucking shit. And you just come in and you're just like, um... I don't want to be friends with you. Like, you're in second fucking grade. Grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. What the fuck are you doing with your life? What the fuck are you doing with your life? Grow up. I don't know, man. I, I come on this podcast and I just yell at y'all. I'm sorry. It's not your- it's not anyone's fault, but it's just like... It's taken me back a couple of months and I'm just like... You're a whole, like... I don't know how how old you are and then you're still doing this kind of like you're still playing this game it's a game people's feelings people's emotions people's time people's trust is a game to you because you don't know how to deal with your emotions and quite frankly it's pathetic it's pathetic i'm sorry and i know i sound so disgustingly rude and like i'm assuming so much And I'm not saying this person is, like, pathetic. I'm not. I genuinely, I literally had love for this person. And I feel like I still do because I always will. I always will. No matter if you left my life, if you're in my life, if, you know, I saw you a bit, I will always have love for you. But there are some things that you do. And, oh, my God, some people that don't know how to take shit. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know how to, like, basically... Their mindset is like, lie to me so I can feel better instead of telling me the truth that I need to hear. People like that just fucking, they get me so angry because I used to be like that. And I kind of just want to, I don't know. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Why? Why the fuck? I don't know. I don't know why I'm feeling like this. I don't know why I, I'm putting energy into this. But like I said, undealt with issues. And also like, it's sad to see it because those are two friends. And one of them, I was like, I really liked. She was so fun. And then I hear I hear his like his 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 hurt. I hear his hurt. I literally hear it over the phone. I hear that shit and I'm like, "Yo, like that's I did not expect that." I was like, "Are you pranking me? Is this a prank?" Cuz what? Are you pranking me? And he was like, "I was literally asking her that question." And I was like, "Yo, I've been there." this shit's not gonna be easy, especially because it's a friend breakup kind of thing. Yeah, it's just mad. And I just wanted to put that out there. If you or anyone you know is playing these games, just just take a step back. Look, look at yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself. Are you doing that? Because you don't know. I get we're all a little self-centered. We all just think about ourselves a lot more than we think about other people. I get that. No, I get it. I get it completely. Like, that's just... It's just people. It's just, you know, how we are. But just take a step back and go like, is this right? You know? Because you don't know what that actually does to a person. Like, stop fucking with people's feelings and emotions. And most importantly, stop fucking with people's trust. I cannot say that enough. Stop fucking with people's trust. I don't understand it. That shit is hard to gain. Let alone just get it back after you've just spit on it shat on it (laughs) fucking lit it on fire it's hard you know and it takes so much time like moving on from a breakup takes so much time but moving on from like a friendship breakup holy shit that's a different level you're like fuck who can i trust now 
that's what you're left with. That is what you're left with. It's just crazy because I used to have a friend like that as well. And every time I was around her, I would be like, did I do something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Did I do something wrong? And to this day, I'm not friends with her anymore, but to this day, I'm always around people. And I'm like, fuck, was that, was, it, was that bad? Did I do something wrong? It's just crazy because there are so many people like that. And you're like, you trust them and then they turn around and they do that. And you're like, ah, shit. Ah, shit. Didn't expect that from you because I was genuinely shocked. I was like, are you, is this a prank? Like, is this a prank? are you, there's no way she did that, and he was like, she did, and I was like, oh, fuck, Uh, I don't know, I'm making assumptions right now, I'm like, oh my god, it's pathetic, and this and that, but you never know what people are going through, I guess, but at the same time, I'm like, (sighs) you know, hi, I'm back, um, it's been a couple days since I recorded that, and if I'm being completely honest, I had been drinking some wine. I don't think I was tipsy, but I had some wine, which was like 5%, so essentially it doesn't count. And it was super intense for some reason. And like I said in that segment, there are some things I didn't work through personally um, that I should have. So... Let's bear that in mind (laughs) going in to any other episode or any other segment, which this is. And I know this is super confusing, probably because it's a couple days later. And I don't really know. I don't have something going on where I want to talk about it. The only thing that's going on in my head right now is the fact that I just got told that Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, is about to make another announcement on Monday. It's actually Friday. It's Good Friday today. Uh, I think that's what you call it. But um, yeah, so it's meant to be um, a holiday. And then on Monday, he's going to announce something about lockdown. And I shat myself when I heard this because I was like, are you going to announce that gyms cannot open and everything else can now? Because I'm like, I've already planned out my entire day. I've been excited for this for weeks, weeks. And if I have to, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but it's still like, come on, man. But I don't think he's going to do that. I think he might just like let us go a little earlier or I don't know what's going on really, but um, I'm pretty excited regardless. And yeah, I, I've just been, ooh, fun fact, I actually just finished my book, which this is completely unrelated, but I just finished my book yet, last night. Um, I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Probably just butchered his last name. Sorry about that. But um, I finished it. It was a good book. Um, I liked it. And I don't know. I just like books in general because the way I think about books is like you're, you're in someone else's mind for for a period of time, which sounds really bad and really creepy. But like you get their perspective without actually talking to the person which is really nice because sometimes talking to people and you're like oh what do you do or like how do you do it it's just it's a bit it's a weird conversation to have so you just take your time with that and you get you learn your lessons from these books and they make you think and I'm like ooh, like this book is all about you know money and finance and that kind of thing but it made me think about things like when you don't agree with some principles that people have or, you know, the morals that people 
abide by. There's no need to just shun them away from you, I guess. Just, like, listen to what they have to say, even if you disagree. Just, you know, spend some time listening to what they have to say because you never know why they say it. Now, I'm not saying this in general, like, oh, just listen to Donald Trump. But in essence, listen to Donald Trump. This sounds really bad, no. (laughs) Um, In essence, it's like he was a good businessman. Don't know what he was doing in politics. Don't know what he did as a president. I mean, he... Okay, not going to go into politics. But um, yeah, he was... He he definitely, like, his, his, his place was business. His place was owning companies and making a ton of money. His place was not, oh, let me be the president of the United States of America. Like, fuck that. But at the same time, he was a very successful businessman. And for a second, I was actually talking to my friend and I was like, oh, I found out that Robert, the the guy that wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, is actually really good friends with Donald Trump. And he actually um, talks about Donald Trump a lot in the book. And he's like, oh, learn from them, learn from them. And every time I'd see that, I'd want to vomit because I'm like, why would I ever? Are you kidding me? That's disgusting. But then I was talking to my friend. Obviously, we are not supporters of Donald Trump whatsoever. Like, absolutely not. But she was like, and I was like, oh, I wanted to buy a sequel to this book because it seems really interesting. But I found out that he mentions Trump a lot. He's good friends with him. And like, you know, the people you surround yourself with is like kind of the like the mindset that you have. Like the you've got the mindset of the average mindset of the people you surround yourself with. Does that make sense? I mean, that's the way I think about it, at least. So um, I was talking to her and I was like, oh, I don't I don't know if I want to keep reading this book in general. It was a good book, but I was like, uh, this was midway through um, this Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. And I was like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know what to trust. And obviously, okay, going into anything or learning anything, you always have to go in with like kind of, with caution. You have to kind of, you have, I would say, I go into most things with suspicion because you don't know what people's intentions are. They could just be like, they could have just gotten lucky. They could have, like with this book, he could have just gotten lucky. He could have like just didn't talk about the the bad things he did that led to his success or his wealth. He could be a complete fraud, which I'm not going to lie, I looked it up and I was like, is this guy a fraud? Because this sounds a bit too good to be true. And when something sounds too good to be true trust that instinct you have that tells you it's too good to be true because I mean there are times when that instinct is right but I was looking it up and the the book was it's people said it was like a good place for beginners and people that don't know about money to start up but in general like he he's not a fraud at all that's not what I'm saying like he's not a fraud like I I I believe that he actually I don't know, there are some things that I, like any book or any perspective, there are some things that you agree with and some things that you don't. And I don't know if I had a point this entire time, but I was going with Trump and then that just completely derailed and I went into so many different things. Sorry about that. But let me go back to my friend, sorry. Um, And she was like, oh, do you know what, like Trump, because I was like, I don't want to read any sequels and I kind of want to stop reading this which I'll never do because like I I think I've stopped reading a book halfway once and I just hated it and it just haunts me 
So I'm like, I'm not doing that. I have to finish the book. So she was like, well, don't do that. Because at the end of the day, yes, Trump is an awful, awful human human being. But at the same time, you never know what you could learn from someone. And I guess I'm I'm quite close-minded sometimes. So I was like, oh, you could learn like good business skills. But at the same time, at the same time, let us just, you know, mention and let us be aware of the fact that he's a straight white man okay, that made a ton of money, which is not unheard of at all. Um, But at the same time, he did create massive successful companies. And that's kind of the realm that I'm looking into, like creating companies and, you know, how to be successful in the long run and how to do that. But at the same time, I kind of want to have like good morals and also want to be a decent human being that doesn't like fuck people over and isn't an absolute garbage human being in general like i i I do want to own my business one day and own a company one day and hope it be successful but if that means i have to be you know um this a disgusting completely horrible human being then no i think i'll do with a nine to five you know what i mean so yeah that's 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 my little summary of like what I was thinking throughout. I think it's a good book. I, I would suggest it to other people. I think it makes you think like books in general just make you think and I like that. Like I like reading and then going for a walk so I can think about what I just read, which sounds really old and I sound like an old grandma, but listen, it's lockdown. I don't know what to do with my life and yeah. Um I I just don't want to spend it all on like the entire lockdown on my phone because I've done that during my first lockdown I was just working and on my phone and working and on my phone and working on my phone and I don't want to I don't want to do that you know I I guess it gets kind of old really quickly and um yeah so that was that and speaking of books there I have this Goodreads account if you don't know what good Goodreads is it's a site or an app that you can have and you can like add the books you want to read so you kind of keep track track of them and I've mentioned this before but if you weren't here then that's that and um it's just so nice because it's like a list and then it's like you keep track of everything but at the same time that list just keeps getting longer and longer and longer and I cannot keep track like I I mean I can keep track obviously because it keeps track for you but I cannot keep up yes that's that's what I meant I can't keep up but it's okay because I got a new book from that list and um, the book is one that I've wanted for ages, but I just never bought because there was always a new book that I was like, ooh, I'll buy this, then I'll buy this book. And I've wanted to buy this since, I want to say December of last year. And then I just bought The Power of Now. And then instead of, and then I was like, do you know, oh, by the way, the book is called, sorry, I didn't even mention, it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's very popular and I'm so freaking excited to read it because if I talk about anything, it's enforcing habits and longevity and lifestyle changes. And how do you make lifestyle changes? You form those habits. You form sustainable habits. It's boring. It sounds really like annoying and just like, it doesn't sound as fun as like motivation or doing exciting shit. But then at the end of the day, if you want something to be sustainable, you got to form your habits. And that's something that I preach all the time. And I believe in like from the bottom of my heart. So I was really excited about this for the longest time. And I'm so excited to start reading it today. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. 
Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I wanted to buy that and then it was really expensive at the time because I was buying it from Egypt. And if, if you're, if you've ever been to Egypt or you know the exchange rate, it's expensive because I'll always compare it to like, like an Egyptian pound to a British pound. And I'm like, I could buy that for 12 pounds, but instead I would buy it for 20. No, fuck that. So I bought the Power of Now instead. And then the, the, Around the time I finished The Power of Now, that's when Chrissy Cello's book, and if you don't know, I am so, so fascinated and so pretty much, I'm, I'm pretty much in love with this woman. So um, her book came out, and by the time I got back from Egypt and I, um, I came to the UK, came back to the UK, um, her book was, was, you know, delivered. And I was like, shit, I have to read this now. So I finished The Power of Now, and then I started reading Do This For You. And then after that, I was like, I need to read Atomic Habits because I've wanted to read that for a while. And now that I'm in the UK, like I can buy it for, you know, a little bit cheaper, which it was still expensive for a book. I'm not going to lie, like 12 pounds for a book, but it looks really nice. Like it's a big, it's a fat book. It's not like a, it's, it's just a big book. It's like, I like it. I like big books. I don't, I, I don't know how to explain it, but um, yeah, so I was like, after I finished Do This For You by Chrissy Cella, I was like, you know what, I really want to read about psychology and the trauma that's involved in, you know, in your childhood and all this and all that. And it was a great book. I read The Body Keeps the Score. That, I cannot recommend that book enough. It's a hard read. I'm not going to lie to you. You have to be, like, focused. But I, I, I loved it. I loved it. It was, it was actually so, I feel like it was very well explained and put together. And I don't know, I just, I... When I tell you that book, that book made me cry a couple times. But I cry about everything, so that's not special. But like, I did some experiments where you like deal with you know your your past, and you. I feel like a lot of kids or a lot of a lot of adults, okay, they've gone through. I, I don't want to. I'm not a professional, and I'm not trying to be but if if I was going to give you my opinion, it would be that my very unprofessional opinion, let me make that clear, it would be that a lot of kids or a lot of adults, a lot of adults have childhood trauma. Trauma, yeah. And I feel like my whole life, trauma the word trauma has been like okay this this terrible absolutely terrible horrible thing happened to you when you were younger like rape or you know some someone got killed in front of you or you you witnessed something so scary I, I think that's what we associate with trauma and we don't associate things that really fuck with us a little bit like you know a parent being so angry that they can't control it at home and that being such a regular occurrence that it becomes a part of how you act as an adult, right? So I would consider that trauma. Obviously, obviously, please, for the love of God, before you diagnose yourself with anything, please go to a professional. Do not take this from me. But what I'm trying to say is this book really captures that and makes you feel like safe and okay that some of the things that you went through were not okay for you to go through. Some of the things that you saw were not okay for you to see. 
not saying that I went through anything. I'm just saying in general, like when you read these stories, because he mentions a few stories of his um, patients and you read them and you're like, oh, okay, like this seems kind of, you know, it, it, I wouldn't say normal. It seems common, common, right? But it fucks with someone's head and how someone acts and how someone, you know, trusts. I think I, I really stress the importance of trust because it is, it's it's so important and it's so vital to upkeep relationships and i'm not talking just romantic relationships relationships in general and um yeah so i think some things that happen that are more common than they should be really fuck with the way we think act and you know how we live life <laughs> um so yeah this this book just fucking this, this book blew my mind that's all i can say if you've been here for a while you know this book i was talking about it I don't know if I talked about it and I uploaded it, but I know I've talked about it, but I don't know if I actually uploaded me talking about it. But if I didn't, if I did, sorry, if I didn't, The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. I feel like I butchered that as well, but it's fine. That book is incredible. Blew my goddamn mind. Like, I was just like, whoa whoa like literally blew my mind I was like are you fucking kidding me and then the first few nights I was reading it I would just cry and I was like Minna why are you crying but I was still crying so it it wasn't like it was a sad thing I was just like holy shit like this is crazy but if you're not interested in psychology and childhood trauma like it actually it's an intense book as well not that it's just a hard read it's an intense like it talks about um veterans coming back from war and not being able to live life normally it talks about like actual um trauma like the the trauma that you know everyone classifies as trauma like you know the hard things to talk about things that are super super uncomfortable and people that people that and that people just don't talk about in general ever but you feel like he kind of i mean he's a psychologist Wait, I think he's a psychiatrist. I don't know. He's one of the two. So he is a professional and he wrote a book. And I'm just, what can I say? I'm so thankful for it. I was very happy with it. And I want to read it again because, wow, that shit. I was like, oh my God. But enough about that book. And then after that, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And now I'm reading Atomic Habits. And I'm really excited about it. I'm so excited if you can't tell. I get excited so easily. That sounds like really nice and stuff when I say out loud but to be fair to everyone around me it's really annoying at times and it's like can you chill like yesterday I was talking to my um because my housemate came back from she was in um she was like she went back home and then she came back and I was so excited and I was like yes I'm not alone anymore yes and then she came back and um if you don't know, I'm doing a PT course, right? So a personal training course to hopefully become a, tra- a personal trainer and become, you know, certified as a personal trainer at some point. So she walked in and um, she saw me. I was like watching this recording. Well, it wasn't a recording. It was an actual live webinar. And um, she she was just sitting there like watching it with me. And I was just so excited because they were talking about gyms like the the person on the webinar was talking about gyms and stuff and the the gyms reopening and I just remember looking at her and I was just like I'm so excited and I I just I just couldn't contain my excitement 
and again that sounds really nice but it was really fucking annoying like I can feel myself being annoying but I just can't help it okay that's I can't help it so I need to chill sometimes but sometimes it's fine you know I'm just excited okay we haven't gone to the gyms in a couple months now and 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 in in my wait what's the word in my in my defense (laughs) in my defense when I went to Egypt my mom was really paranoid um about COVID which she should be to be fair because Egypt and COVID cases are um crazy that's the best way I can describe it. Crazy. Absolutely. Like, it's a nightmare, right? So she was like, you are not going to the gym. And I was like, are you kidding me? But then I was like, it's fine. Because then when I get back to the UK, I'll be able to go to the gym. Because hopefully, it, there won't be another lockdown. But guess what? While I was in Egypt, there was another fucking lockdown. And it's the lockdown we are, we're in right now. So I was just like, oh, shit. Ah, shit. But it's okay. It's okay. It's all for the best and it's all for everyone's safety. So to be to be like I'm just I'm just I feel like I'm just acting like a child at this point. But I'm just excited, okay? I'm really fucking excited. I don't need to swear to like prove my point, but I think I uh, it's just it's so exciting. Um also another thing is um this is kind of exciting. Hee <laughs> hee so exciting oh my god take a shot every time i say exciting excited or excitement take a shot you'll be wasted in the first 10 minutes of um every episode anyway i'm going into six months of making episodes for this podcast six months madness man madness i don't know if it's gonna be next week or the week after i'll check it just to be sure but i think it's a week after next week I could be wrong but like if it's the week after next week that would be really cool because actually no it wouldn't because if I upload this on Sunday which I do then it if it's the week after the next it won't be when everything reopens if it's next week then it would be um, right before everything reopens, which is gonna be so fun for you, obviously, because I'll be so excited, because I'll hit six months of making episodes for this podcast, and then also the next day, the day after that, I'll be able to go back to gyms, yay! So yeah, that should be a very fun episode, where I'm just basically just screaming the entire time, but I live with someone now, so, I mean, I've always lived with someone, but my friend, is living next to me I mean she lives here it's not like illegal or anything she literally like this is her house we're housemates and then we became friends um so yeah it's not illegal or anything but um yeah I need to chill because like you know shit's gonna be really annoying for the people I live with for the one person I live with to be fair but yeah (laughs) I'm just really excited if you cannot tell and um yeah I feel like this at some point in my life will be a drinking game where it's like take a shot every time Menna gets excited take a shot every time she says excited take a shot every time this bitch I don't know mentions excitement or is like hee 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 because I do that way too many times and I'm always like okay Menna you need to chill like these sound effects like they don't <laughs> they don't need to be there whatsoever but um hee 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 they're gonna be here because I just I literally it's so embarrassing because I'll do this around people that I don't even know and I've met for the first time I did this 
uh, yeah I'll do it around people I don't really know and then they'll just go what the fuck like is, is she having a stroke is, is this bitch okay no no this bitch is not okay but um it's okay right maybe anyway I think I'm going to end this here I hope you've enjoyed this where I literally just yelled for the first 10 minutes about trust but if you don't know that shit's very important to me okay and um when people hurt or they fuck with someone's trust it just blows my mind it blows my mind that's all I can say so (laughs) I hope no one took that personally because I genuinely wasn't yelling at anyone listening I was just yelling at shitty people and some unresolved issues I have that I need to address at some point um that's a bit awkward to say because I probably won't address it for a really long time no I'm joking I will address it when I can I just don't know when that time will be but no one cares I don't know why why I thought to mention that anyway and then yeah so this was definitely a weird one to be fair every single episode I have is a weird one but regardless I hope you enjoyed this if you are still here you are definitely a real one and I appreciate you and I love you from the bottom of my heart and I hope you have a great week and you will have a great week and so will I um I will speak to you next week which might be six months in to making podcast episodes or it might not be so false alarm I guess and sorry about that but might be might be <laughs>